boys and girls, and welcome back to the Carla and Crappy Show. Something uh-huh. that uh, if, if my hometown um, university has its way, we might not be able to say by you know by, by like the end of this football season. Hi, Carla. Hey, Crappy. How are you? I'm I'm <laughs> I I'm I'm I've been basically speechless since we we fired up Skype, and I'm like, this is weird. We've been doing this for eight years, and it's really weird. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I mean, just like yeah, football. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. That's a, kind of in this, in the same spot. And it's just, yeah, it's weird to be like, we're, we're here. It's like, it's weird that we're here again, but like not weird that we're here. Like it's, right. there's just, there's just a lot going on. And like, it, what's more weird is the fact that this is the Ocho. Yes. Um, like, maybe we should change the logo. I don't, I could throw an eight up there someplace. I don't that know. That would be fun. Okay. We should do that. We should, I should, we should, we should do that. Um, you don't have anything on hanging in your house. Why, what are you doing? Oh yeah, um, yeah. So the, the the studio has. This is one of the last times I'll be in this little quote unquote studio um, because in the in the off season, um, my, uh, <laughs> my my husband. Because one to... one needs stuff to do in the off season. Right, because you know, and hockey season ended early for all of us. So um, it, it, we bought a house. Okay. Um, so we are in the process of moving because we needed something else to do this fall. Um, so, so, so yeah. So by the next time you, in, in episode two of season, the Ocho, um, I will be a homeowner, which is crazy um, and exciting. So, and, and by episode three, you'll actually, you'll be, you will be there. Right? I, yeah. So I will change, uh, I think episode four, I think show okay. four is, is okay. when, um, we make sure we have because we have to have the internets in the new house. Okay. Um, so oh, I right, may be right. yeah. So I may be still here for for week three, but we'll be in the new in the new digs and figuring out new lighting and all of that fun stuff. Um, We're in, in week three. Carla's going to be like taping on her phone while she sits in her car because she won't <laughs> have any. <laughs> We're going to FaceTime for week four. <laughs> <laughs> so and 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 you had some big big things happen too. It's been been a while, but like we can't joke about the fact that um you haven't won a Pulitzer now. I know, and I'm I'm sort of I'm 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 sort of conflicted about that, but um, uh, because that was a that was a solid joke every spring, and I can't I can't do that anymore. But that that was uh, honestly that was that was very very cool, um, to to get recognized for the work that that we did uh at, at the Post Gazette. I mean, it's certainly, um, and it really it, it really was everybody. Uh, yeah. you know, um, a lot of the certain reporters and editors did the bulk of the work and that's, um, and they deserve most of the credit for this, but, but it was, it was an effort from everyone, uh, to cover that stuff last fall. So yeah, that was, that was a very cool thing. Um, I certainly did not want to pull her for the Carlin crappy show, but maybe, maybe this year okay. we can raise the level now that I know what it takes. Okay. Do they do podcasting words? I don't think. I don't they, know do. they do. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's the Webbies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was thinking, like, if there's a, a podcasting Pulitzer, would that? Do they do Pulitzers for that? No, no, I don't think they do a Pulitzer. Um, but they do. They do do awards. So we'll, oh, we'll work okay. on that. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's a, a goal we should have. Um, in the meantime, uh, there is actually football. <laughs> this, there is. As I, I'm I just thought like, there was beer. That was, uh, there was. Uh, there's all. There is always beer. And we had beers um, in person this summer. That's actually we did thing uh, just a just a, a few weeks ago. You guys were here, and you're drinking uh, from your brand new East End glass. And I am. Uh, the new, unofficial uh, beer sponsors of the Carlin Crappy Show. That's right. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, the uh, the watermelon gosa, right? Seedless watermelon. Yes. That is what I'm drinking. Um, I, I held one back and uh, and waited until our first show so that I could have I could be drinking the unofficial beer of the Carlin Crappy Show in my unofficial beer glass. Um, the glass looks pretty official, actually. 
the glass is official for, for East End. Um, it just needs a nice little curl and crappy logo, right? Like right there. Okay. That'd be awesome. Okay. I'll work on that. Uh, something else we can we can take care of, but we've got like 18 weeks to do that, so no, <laughs> no problem. Um, I believe uh, the traditional thing, especially since there has been a college football playoff, is for us to start the season by picking our final four. Um, it, even though this is becoming, it's it's like here's everyone knows what the final three is, and there's one wild card, right? Um, Pretty much. I, <sighs> I I I I'm I'm I, I don't want to I, I love college football, um, but this is getting this is getting old, right? A little bit, yeah. It, it is. Is is that a prompt for me to to give you my my final four? Um, Am I going first, or you want to go first? Just no. You you can you can go first. Mostly, I was just uh, just hoping for more griping because I'm I'm I mean, uh, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, sure, okay. Right, and then and then you know, uh, the, the the sacrificial lamb in the fourth slot. Right. Um, it uh, it, it is. I, I'm not super imp. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't think there's like a, a crucial need to to expand the field to six or eight or to whatever. But um, maybe you know, that that would that would maybe that would open this up a little bit. It but might. anyhow, anyhow, right now we have four. Mm-hmm. I bet you I know who your first three are. Yeah, you probably do. Um, but I, I do want to I do want to say something about this because, of yeah. course, yeah, I've got I've got Clemson and Alabama. But I but I want to stress that I have Clemson and Alabama in that order, and that's something that's really yeah. kind of a head scratcher right now because a lot of the preseason magazines still had Alabama as number one and Clemson number two, and I've got a beef with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if if you look at what both teams lost, the, the, the losses between the two are comparable, mm-hmm. um, and what they lost to graduation and to the draft. Um, you know, both teams have great quarterbacks coming back. Both teams have wide receivers coming back. Um, you know, we saw what the two did on the field last year, um, and, and where Alabama's weaknesses are. And, and, and if you're, if if you're anti Alabama, um, particularly speaking to those of you in Auburn, um, for one, (laughs) um, it's Alabama has a real challenge heading into this year on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not something that we talk about a lot because usually that just reloads, right? That's mm-hmm. what we talk about this year after year after year. Saban just reloads on defense and everything is fine and dandy. Um, this year, there's some real depth concerns and that's getting worse as the, as the fall rolls on. I mean, they've now lost, you know, two linebackers that were expected to start. Uh, there was, there was just an injury today, right? Yeah. Um, we're yeah, taping Joe, this on, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. The, the injury happened yesterday and mm-hmm. it came out today that it looks okay. like Dylan Moses yeah. is going to be gone for the season. Yeah. Um, and that's the second in a month that they've mm-hmm. lost. And now there are some real concerns for Alabama at linebacker. Now we'll find out if this is another one of those, you just reload situations. It could be, but I, it bothers me that Clemson dominated Alabama and uh, like dominated Alabama yes. in the national title game. It like, as in, it wasn't close. Um, and then for them to be number two entering mm-hmm. this season, like to me, that just doesn't make any sense at all. They're the reigning national champions. Their losses are comparable. Clemson should be number one heading mm-hmm. into this season. Um, so, uh, so I've got Clemson one, Alabama two. That just kind of gets that off off my chest. I feel <laughs> better about that. Like, like right. really, people. Like, I mean, yes, I get it. Like Alabama. Like, there's nothing worse than Nick Saban with a vengeance. We we know that the revenge of Nick Saban is just always a big thing. But here's sure. the thing. So everybody's playing that up, right? That Saban played that up this during the off season, and that you know Alabama's going to come out and and 
avenge for the loss in the national title game. But who has the bigger chip on their shoulder entering the season? Alabama, who got crushed in the national title game, or Clemson, who seemingly gets no respect after winning the national title? Like, sure. what's worse than Nick Saban with a chip on his shoulder? Maybe Dabo Swinney with a chip on his shoulder. You know, sure. So, <laughs> so you know, are, are we setting up for another Clemson-Alabama? At this point, yes. I. It, <laughs> I, I I don't see another path right now. The, the one glimmer of hope that we have is Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and yes, I have Georgia in my top three. Um, I think this is going to be another year. We're going to see two teams out of the SEC. Um, I, I there's and I'll get to what my fourth is here in a minute. Um, but I mean, if if there's a year for Georgia to knock off Alabama, this might be it. Um, it's I mean Georgia. Is it possible that Georgia is the best of those three teams at least at, at this point? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, st- I like Clemson a lot still. I, no. I really like, okay. I really like Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm sure. a little, I'm a little bit concerned. <sighs> Jake Fromm just really needs to settle in at quarterback mm-hmm. because he, last year he was kind of that what's going to happen is Jacob Beeson coming in. Like there's a lot going on there. Like he really needs to step up and own this team. I feel like Trevor Lawrence got that advantage last year when, when Dabo named him the starter and he was the starter. Yeah. You know, um, and so I think there's just a little bit of a learning curve there, but but it might be Clemson, Georgia, Alabama at this point, especially after the losses that Alabama has just suffered in the last month. Okay. Um, you know, so and, and you know the offensive line is loaded, which is going to um, it, it, it face head to head against Alabama might be a game changer. Um, mm. You know, we saw how line play made such a big deal in the title game last year. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, that could be the ticket for, for Georgia to beat Alabama. So, yes, so those are my – I've got those three in. Um, who's number four? Some of the preseason mags went um, went Oklahoma, and I get the sexiness of having Oklahoma in the title game because, gosh darn it, who wouldn't love Tua versus Jalen? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I want that game. Sure. Um, for for storyline purposes and no other reason. Um, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about Oklahoma later, so I don't want to dive too much into them, but – until Oklahoma solves its problems on defense, it's not a playoff contender. Okay. It can win the Big 12. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't have to have defense to win the Big 12. We, we've seen that for how many years now? Um, <laughs> right. Right? You don't have to have defense to win the Big 12. No, you no. do have to have defense to win a playoff game. Yes. Um, and so for that reason, I think the Pac-12 is just going to be a hot mess again this year. Um, it's going to be entertaining as all heck. But <laughs> it's... Like they're just gonna beat each other up. Like that's just gonna be another one of those things. Uh, yes. and, and so it comes down to nobody in the ACC is going to challenge Clemson. They're gonna run away with that. Um, Big Ten, right? So I, I think I think your I think your Big Ten East champion okay. is team number four into okay. the playoff. And as of right now, you're couching this in a way that I'm not gonna be pleased with. No, I have Ohio State. Ah, hey, okay, okay. Because never trust a Harbaugh. <laughs> Right? Uh, not I, I until maybe you have a reason to. Right. Um, exactly. And since you've been in Ann Arbor, you, I don't I don't have one of those. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and, and I don't have any faith in Michigan yet. I mean, yeah, they had a nice win. You know, they but they lost to Florida in the in, in a bowl game. We saw how abysmal Florida was this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it, head scratcher. I mean, Shea Patterson has the potential to be a good quarterback there, but like until until we see some offense to go along with that Michigan defense, and even this year there's there's a few questions because they lost a lot on defense this year. Um, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 Ohio State, I mean, Justin Fields was huge for, for Ohio State, and then like that, that reloads your, your offensive cylinder, and it's just like as long as they can make sure that um, defense is shored up, mm-hmm. um, 
I think Ohio State wins the East. We don't even have to talk about my nits this year. I'm very sad about that. Um, I, 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 they're going to make a bowl game, but they're not really going to be a national contender on any level, I don't think. There's just too many holes they need to, to, to fill. Um, so, yeah. We'll so my, get Jesus to visit them. So, so my, my, yeah, so my four are Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Okay. Um, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, and it's, I, I, uh, and I actually, I actually struggled a little bit with with uh, whether or not Ohio State's um, going to get there. Um, maybe I am. I, I spent too much time reading uh, in the offseason about how much better Michigan's going to be, um, but I'm, I'm, I don't completely buy that. Um, Clemson, Clemson is interesting. Uh, we we talk all the time about Clemsoning, and their season really is kind of they they could coast after yeah. September. Yeah. And, you know, and that makes them ripe. There, there, there shouldn't be another ACT team after that point who should challenge him. But there always is. So yeah. um, that's that's something. Uh, one loss, it may not even make a difference. Um, I, I would assume that they would still get there. But that's that's that might be the only place where where Clemson could stumble. Um, Alabama, you wonder about the defense and the injuries. Um, a lot of coaching turnover in the offseason. So, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a thing. I'm I'm grasping at straws here, people. Um, right. you, you mentioned Jake Fromm and uh, at, at Georgia and and kind of always having to look over his shoulder. Um, with with the the, the the quarterbacks who have transferred from Florida this off season, I mean, I, I think Jake Fromm has you know clearly got to be the guy, and maybe that's the impetus he needs just to step up uh, and provide the kind of leadership that that you were talking about. Right. Um, that offensive line is. Uh, beastly. Yes. Um, and I, and I do wonder, you know, at this at this stage of the game, if if Georgia might be the the best of those three teams uh, on paper. Um, and then and then my Buckeyes. Uh, there are there are question marks on offense. A lot of people are back. Although the offensive line is 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 a little bit green. Um, Justin Fields kind of goes back to what more uh, what we're more more accustomed to seeing as far as quarterbacks. Excuse me, at Ohio State um, have been like recently. Defense, I, defense last year was was largely inexperienced, mm-hmm. um, and and with uh, I think nine starters coming back, something um, like that. That's that's I, I I am fairly confident that that's uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be an improved unit. So, um, undefeated, possibly, um, maybe should be. Ohio State doesn't really have a a, a, a top tier. Um, non-conference opponent this year that that would have been tcu but they uh they they got rid of the the uh, home and home schedule in favor of the neutral site game at, at the jerry dome last year so um so well i mean we'll we will and I'll, we'll obviously we'll have time to talk more about ohio state during the season as well but uh i think that's and i, I think at this point that's uh that's gonna that's gonna be how it plays out who's your who's your uh, first out uh oklahoma I, I, I think Oklahoma wins. I, I do. I think Oklahoma wins the Big Twelve. Um, okay. And um, just, I mean, Jalen just. I, I I just I think Oklahoma wins the Big Twelve, but they're gonna they're gonna lose a game that they shouldn't because of defense. Like that's just. I, I and I don't know which game that is. It might be the Red River rivalry. See, it got him in the first show. Nice. Um, it, it it might be the Red River rivalry. I don't know. Um, but there okay. there will be a game. Okay. Um. Uh. I, actually, same for me. Oklahoma. I think is the. Is the first one out? If uh, if they are miraculously better on defense, um, 
that could be uh, that could be something that gets in the way of, of Ohio State's production. Um, there's a little there's a little transition they have to make from because um, uh, Jalen Hurts is not like the the uh, the throw it downfield guy um, like Baker Mayfield was uh, like Kyler could be. So right. that's that's a that's a that's a thing that they have to to work out a little bit. But um, I, I, I I think offensive production. Uh, the, 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 the sum is, is going to be about the same for Oklahoma and just, we'll, we'll see what happens with their defense. And then there are games, there are actual, I mean, I know there were, there were, there are actually decent games last weekend. Um, yeah. a, a couple of them, but wait, uh, wait to get off to a good start pack 12. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's going to be entertaining. And we'll, and we'll, uh, AJ is actually working on the West coast this week. Um, but we will, we will get him back in the loop here. Uh, soon he was actually he was actually talking about just being uh, just doing all fun belt games this year nothing <laughs> but uh, so we uh, we might take him up on that we will we will see how that goes um and this weekend actually is pretty awesome because there there are games geez uh, thursday friday saturday full schedule there's a game on sunday uh notre dame at louisville on monday um, it's just like it's like bowl season in uh, August and September, um, because you just got this this whole weekend if you can if you have the the time to to, to overdose on it, and uh, I I kind of do so you know I'll be packing but I'll have the games on so yeah I mean you can uh, there's there's still I mean there's nothing nothing uh, crucial except well you've got one pretty important one this weekend but we'll and we'll we'll get to that um, at four on Saturday uh, unranked or if you like count down through the Others receiving votes totals. Number 30, Northwestern, <laughs> at number 25, Stanford. A tree is favored by six and a half points. Um, Stanford had a tough year last year. I was expecting more of them, and they had that little that little streak and um, ended up in the Sun Bowl. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens with them. What, what do you what do you see with this one? I, I was pleased to see Tree on on our first week because this this brings us to will 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 CNC show the Ocho be a return of the Stanford postulate? Um, <laughs> because it, for, uh, refresh everyone, please. Uh, so so the, so the Stanford postulate is that um that the, the, the CNC show Stanford postulate. Sorry, I have to use the full name. Um, is that Stanford will lose games it's supposed to win and win games it's supposed to lose. Um, and games that looks like it's, it's all out there on paper for them that they should win this easily. They're, those are the games that they somehow miraculously find a way to um, mess up somehow. Um, and, and this this is a perfect test for that. Um, <laughs> because it's a home game. I guess everyone's like, Northwestern, really? And then we forget about the fact that Northwestern actually won the Big Ten West last year. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was the team that was the head scratcher that, you know, had losses to um, Duke and Akron and then in weeks two and three and then won the Big Ten West. Like they right. were actually a good team in conference last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they picked up they picked up a yeah, more than a decent quarterback. They uh-huh. they, they, they were uh, the, the recipients of uh, Hunter um, Johnson from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um who, you know, put him into that offense with a whole bunch of receivers coming back and Isaiah Bauer back at running back. And you're like, hmm, this is a, you know, maybe we shouldn't be taking Northwestern so lightly here. Um, it, which I thought was interesting because Clemson, because, um, yeah, Clemson, <laughs> he plays for Northwestern now. Um, <laughs> because Stanford's favored in this game. And I get the reason why Stanford's favored. They're playing at home, right? Sure. And, and it's a long trip out for Northwestern. Um, it's an afternoon game, so it'll be an early kick um, on the West Coast. I get that. 
Um, but Northwestern's got a look on paper has a really, really good team here. Um, it, they've got a, you know, a, a potential for a really good offense here. Their defense is deep. They've got so much depth on defense. Like, there's a lot of teams in the SEC that would like to have Northwestern's depth. Um, <laughs> maybe not Northwestern's talent, but Northwestern's right, depth right, 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 um, right. On, on, yeah, on the defensive side of the ball. The thing about Northwestern, though, is that it does not get any easier from here. Did you look at their schedule? Uh, I did. I don't remember off the top of my head. I, I know it, it was not. It was ugly. It's brutal. It's it's got to be one of the hardest schedules in the in the country. So they go. I wrote it down. So they go at Stanford. They host UNLV, which is not a cakewalk. Right. Um, you know the, those Mountain West teams can be sneaky. Um, at Sparty or no home against Sparty at Wisconsin at Nebraska home against Ohio State home against Iowa. Where's Yikes. the room to breathe in that schedule? Um, the answer is there isn't. There, there's none. There's none. Um, so so Northwestern you know has has a hefty road again up you know up that it's got a haul um, here in the opening part of the season. Um, Stanford on the other hand, uh, KJ Costello is back. Um, but will I wrote down here in my notes? But will the tree run game also return? That's that's a big question. Um, Bryce Love is gone. Um, headed off out of eligibility, um, and so it, that's a big question. Is you know. Yep. Kevin Kevin Shaw likes to run the football, and KJ Costello opened up that offense last year, and so and they went on a nice little streak there at the end of the season, mm-hmm. based on KJ Costello's arm because Kevin Love was hurt. Um, but the success to a long like it, it, stretching out and enduring success at Stanford has always required running the football, yes. and that's a really big question right now is whether or not Stanford's going to be able to do that, especially because there's some questions on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even if KJ can drop back, is he going to have time to throw the football? So there's, there's a lot of questions here about Stanford in that regard. There's questions about Stanford on defense, particularly at linebacker. Um, I know everybody says Stanford's going to win this game, which is exactly why I'm going to pick them to lose this game. I think I think Northwestern is the better team. And as long as they can get over the road trip and playing on the West Coast and in a different environment, because Stanford's just kind of a crazy place to play. Weird things mm-hmm. happen there. Um, if, if they, <laughs> more ways than one. Um, yes. So if they can overcome that whole atmosphere thing, I actually think Northwestern wins this game. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, the thing that I wrote in my notes is a, a Rodney Dangerfield in a purple jersey. And that's... I, I I I mentioned specifically the the thing about Northwestern being ranked thirty because I I think that's ridiculous actually yeah. um and and maybe you know maybe the the AP polls and I I should make this clear um and, until there are college playoff rankings later in the season we use uh, AP rankings and we're referring to those to those numbers. I, did did the AP voters think? Well, there's already we already have too many Big Ten teams in the in the top twenty five, so we, we we can't put them in two. I, I'm not. I I mean, they won the West. Um, they have a uh, I, I think a three bowl game winning streak. Um, last like year, they they gave Notre Dame um, the the maybe the biggest carry that the Irish had during the regular season. Um, had had Michigan on the ropes uh, at home as well, and now they have Hunter Johnson, uh, who was. Um, he, he's not a Justin Fields guy, but he is a he is a drop back. Uh, he's he will he will have NFL uh, scouts drooling as we go through this season. Um, and and the thing about that with with all the transfers that have happened and the, and the stuff uh, and how that's changes and, and and quarterbacks can play immediately. Um, and you don't know if they've really fit into the offense yet. Hunter Johnson's been there for a year. 
Um, yeah. he, he did this the old fashioned way, transferred, sat out of year. So he, he has been practicing with that team for a full year. So uh-huh. it's not like, it's not like he's taken his first steps, snaps ever. Um, pardon me. Um, he has solid receivers. Uh-huh. Uh, Isaiah Bauer finished last year, uh, with a streak of I, like the last three quarters of the season, uh, every game over a hundred yards rushing, um, Pat Fitzgerald's defense to the surprise of no one, uh, right. it's solid. I don't know why they're not ranked, um, but I bet after they beat Stanford this weekend that they will be. So, uh, and that that would be that would be correcting that would be correcting a wrong that I, I saw in the, in some of the, the preseason polls. But um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Seven thirty p.m. on Saturday. Uh, this is the only uh, ranked on ranked. Um, game we have this weekend, and it's it should it could be a it could it could be a, a lot of fun, or it could be painfully, brutally dull. Um, number eleven Oregon versus number sixteen Auburn at the Jerry Dome. Uh, Auburn is favored by three and a half points. Um, I, and if you're if you're looking if 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 these teams haven't scored um, like twenty by the uh, by that by halftime, you got to think Auburn has a good shot in this one. Uh, yeah, I, that's a good assessment, and and, and I, I'm going to blame um, SEC bias for for the okay. line in this game. Okay. Um, <laughs> first of all, a neutral site game like this is this is one of those neutral site games that you're just like eh, the atmosphere there is just going to be eh. yeah. um, because it's you're not close to either team like at mm-hmm. least at least in when they play in Atlanta um, and they have an SEC team there like that's that's a little bit more feasible yeah. for and and I mean Auburn isn't that far from Jerry World but still. Um, I don't love the location for this game. Um, mm. Auburn's getting some help from the conference that it's playing in uh, this in this preseason. They've got a lot of hills to climb. Um, the the biggest one being that they're going to start a true freshman at quarterback. Um, and that's it, always fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> in the SEC, it, why not? Uh-huh. Um, although, hey, Saban's done it, so why not? Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know. He, I understand that Bo Nix is the quarterback of the future, but is this the situation that you want to put him in um, as a true freshman playing on a huge national stage? I mean, I guess you'll find out right away whether yes. or not he's going to uh, be. Yeah, we, we will know in a hurry. Um, and, and so so he's out there. And then the other thing that, that's interesting is that um, that Gus is Gus Malzahn, um, is actually calling the plays again. Um, and and I, I caught a segment on uh, the SEC Network uh, where where Gene Chizik brought up a really interesting point, um, he said, "What happened when Gus Malzahn called plays during the bowl game? Mm-hmm. The Auburn offense put up sixty three points. There is right. That. So so you do have to think that you know with this quarterback selection was a little bit of a head scratcher, but when you remember that your head coach is now is now your offensive play caller." maybe he sees something here that the rest of us are kind of like, eh, it might be too soon to do this. Um, it, it's hard to tell. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe this is just his way of saying, I'm calling the plays again. Let's start putting this offense in place because it might not work this year, but it, it sure as heck could work next year. Yeah. You know, and maybe he's, he's playing the long game here. I, I don't know. Um, Auburn's defense is still really, really good. The strength of, of this team this year is, it, is its defensive line because it has a lot of questions on offense trying to mm-hmm. figure all this out with all the offensive turnover that they've had. 
Oregon is the antithesis of Auburn, right? Oregon has, yes. I mean, they're literally opposites of yes. each other, yes. um, which means we're going to have a strength on strength, which is going to be really fun to watch. Um, if Oregon's offense is one of the most experienced in all of the country. I mean, I think we were all surprised when, when Justin Herbert came back because um, mm-hmm. he, he could have been number one overall in the draft. Um, and there were some people that thought that projected him to be yeah. that, um, but he decided to come back. Um, and they happened to pick up this little wide receiver. I don't know. You may have heard of him. Um, Jawan Johnson. Hmm. 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 Oh, that rings a bell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rings- yeah. Um, gonna miss him in Happy Valley this year. Um, <sighs> let's sigh. Um, but he's a grad transfer and you know, that's, that was, he, you know, he, he's a graduate grad student and, uh, he's from the Oregon area and that's, you know, that made sense for him to kind of go back into, sure. into his roots. Um, I, and I read a piece about him saying that he kind of regained his, he refound his passion and love for the game by being back in, in an area that, that, you know, he was so familiar with. Um, and apparently he and Herbert hit it off right away. Um, and so they had some good, good rapport in, in, in early fall practice. And so we'll see what happens to that tandem, but man, that's a scary tandem mm-hmm. um, because we, you know, I remember how many circus catches did Johnson have um, a few. In the last two years. Um, yeah. yeah, just a few. Um, <laughs> The biggest question that Auburn or that Oregon has had over the last couple of years is its defense because it's a Pac-12 school and that's what happens out there. Um, is that defense is always a question. Um, so we've got a new defensive coordinator and uh, seven returners on mm-hmm. defense, which is pretty solid. And and I, I joke about Oregon's defense; they actually were really really good in the red zone last year. They forced more field goals um, in red zone defense than any other team in the Pac-12. Okay. So if they can short their defense the rest of the game, other than just standing t- tough at the goal line, mm-hmm. you know, you've got an interesting combination here. Um, first game of the year on a national stage. And this has bit me before. Yes. I always take experience over inexperience. I just think the week one, okay. the jitters. Yes. I know Auburn is favored. Yes. I know they play in the sec. Yes. I know they've got a really tough defense. I'm going to take the the senior leadership of Justin Herbert and Jawan Johnson and say that Oregon finds a way to win this game and gets itself into the national conversation until Pac-12 play starts and they all start beating up on each other. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, the, uh, the interesting thing that I, that I read as I was uh, checking up on this game is that um, Oregon fans were really unhappy last year with, with the offense because it, it, it was – uh, something that's more traditionally or more or more traditional, a little more conservative than than they are accustomed to in in Eugene, um, and it seems like uh, you you mentioned the uh, the additions and receiver, experienced quarterback. Um, that's that and 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 um, if Georgia does not have the best offensive line in the country, it might be that Oregon does. Uh, that's that's going to be a that's going to be a big thing both in this game and, and throughout the season. Um, but I think we will see an offense uh, from the Ducks more like the kind of offense we're used to seeing from the Ducks. Um, right. You know, even going back to uh, a couple of times when we ran into them, Ohio State ran into them uh, during the Chip Kelly days. Um, if that is the case, um, I mean, I, I think you do you, you do come down to a, a thing here where if you're if you're looking for um, uh, it. it how, how is this game going to go initially? Uh, if there's some scoring early, uh, Darburn's uh, done because that I, I don't think that offense can keep up um, even against a defense that's uh, that, that can be a little bit iffy. Um, 
because our Oregon's offense has the potential uh, to be really, really good if defense wins championships. You know, uh, offense at this uh, point of the season um, can can put on a show on on opening day, and I think Oregon wins this one. Um, we have number uh, one more game, and this is. Uh, the the line here is 23 and a half points. So, I mean, maybe not a mystery of, of uh, who we're going to pick here. Um, but fairly recently, uh, as in three years ago, Houston beat Oklahoma on opening day. Um, and, and that is the, that is the matchup again, uh, Houston unranked uh, at Oklahoma. This is at seven 30 on Sunday. Um, as I said, Oklahoma is favored by, by about 75 points. So uh, what do you think? This game was a lot more intriguing and, and a head scratcher before Jalen Hurts transferred. Um, yeah, yes. Because, and that's the reason why I had this game kind of circled when we left the season last year heading into this season, because what was the big news that was supposed to be out of this game? And that's mm. the fact that who's coaching on the, on the Houston sideline other than uh, Dana Holgerson. Um, yes. Who, who happens to know a little bit about Oklahoma, yeah. um, which uh, that matchup intrigued me. And if you had an Oklahoma team that didn't have a known quantity at quarterback, suddenly this game they, gets they, real they actually, interesting. They didn't, they didn't. Until, until they until they got Jalen Hurts. Right, exactly. So that's why like heading into the like early, early spring before the transfer stuff happened, this game intrigued the heck out of me because mm-hmm. if anybody – can figure out a way to beat Oklahoma. It's Holgo, right? And, and and you've got a coach that likes to play. I mean, how many times did West Virginia have Oklahoma on the ropes um, yeah. and beat them a couple of times that mm-hmm. they probably shouldn't have? So so this game made me really excited. And then Oklahoma went and got Jalen Hurts, and it was like, well, yep, okay, that was fun while it lasted. There you um, go. Because Oklahoma is going to win this game. Yes. Um, but I mean, oh, as we mentioned, talking in, about the opening, you know, the Final Four. Um, Oklahoma still has some major problems on defense. Now, they happen to hire a guy that you know a little something about um, uh-huh. to help resolve that problem. Um, the guy, one of the best names in college football. Can I tell you how much I love the fact that there's a defensive coordinator named Alex Grinch? Like, that's, that's just – that makes me so happy. Right. Um, but and, – and here's the thing. Like, there's a ton of returning starters on defense for Oklahoma. Yes. Is that a good thing? Not sure yet. But um, give Grinch time. Mm-hmm. Like if, yeah. if 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 everybody will just let him. This is a, this is a brilliant move by Oklahoma to hire him because what we've been talking about is Oklahoma gets gets murdered in playoff games, right? Because of the lack of defense. So they went out and hired a guy from a school who happens to know in a conference that knows a little bit about playing defense. Yeah, I yeah. love this hire. Um, and I think it's a it's a clear move um, to help elevate Oklahoma's status outside of the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And if they just give him enough time to build his defense, I think we're going to start seeing the lather, rinse, repeat of Oklahoma on the national stage. I really okay. think there's a possibility there. So this is a great hire. I don't think it's going to help this year because we're working with guys that have been there and, you know, maybe, maybe Grinch can help short up a bit. Um, it's going to take a couple years to get his system in place, get his players in there. I get yes. that. Um, but I still, I, I mean, and, and Houston's got a returning quarterback, which is great. Um, and, and top receivers, but just the, qual- the I mean, that's two different conferences, the quality of talent. This is going right. to be a shootout. I didn't look to see what the, what the over under was. Um, 
don't care. Take the over. Um, <laughs> and Oklahoma wins. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I mean, yes, uh, Houston's not going to win this. Um, in, in spite of the, the, the presence of, of Dana Farfick Nugan, um, the, these, these teams are mirror images of each other, actually. They are. Yeah. Um, but you know, one the mirror team one is up here. Team two is probably down here. Um, and, and, and all, all else being equal, I think that, that, that means Oklahoma wins the, the other name. And this was, um, uh, obviously familiar with coach Grinch, um, ESPN pointed out the hire of Roy Manning from UCLA to serve as, uh, uh, uh Oklahoma's, um, uh, defensive secondary coach, um, as one of the most important coaching changes in the country this off season. And that's, I mean, they were, um, uh, Oklahoma da, 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 were 53rd in the country in, um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I missed my rankings. 96 in the country in scoring defense, uh, gave up 300 passing yards per game. Um, and that's, that's, there are lots of deficiencies in Oklahoma's offense, uh, in the past couple of years, but that was, that one is the, is the, the one that stands out. So, um, they're saying that's, I mean, the defensive coordinator, um, this position higher position coaching higher um, it, it's being addressed right uh, as you said it's not it may not be an immediate thing and and given that this has been a persistent issue for a couple of years you also think it's not a um, uh, an experienced thing um, it's just I mean these are the guys they have so uh, you you can scheme them and help them out a little bit in that sense um, but if if those hires help um, that is something that you can, you can look for improvement, uh, for in, in Norman in the, in the, uh, in the coming years. Um, and, but in the short term, um, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts is a different kind of quarterback than, than, uh, Baker and Kyler Murray. Um, but I, I think, uh, maybe a little bit closer to Kyler in that there's going to be a little more rushing by the quarterback. Um, but I, I think, uh, the offensive production could, could be about the same as it has been, um, and if that's even if that's like uh, half of what of what they normally do, I think that's going to be enough to get them past Houston on Sunday. Uh, we have a, a couple games that we want to mention briefly. Um, maybe not so much for the results, specific results of the game, um, but uh, uh, well, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, I think uh, both on Saturday, uh, your employer, yes. Middle Tennessee State University. Uh, is visiting Michigan. Um, uh, the Michigan's favorite by thirty-four. Eh, okay, that's fine. Um, what uh, did and you? But you said you wanted to. You you wanted to make sure we we uh, had a chance to talk about this one a little bit. Just yeah, just briefly because I mean I mean I think this is one of the one of the times during the year that we can both firmly say that we are we are Blue Raiders fans. Yes. Um, in in this game. Um, I, I wish I wish the team a, a lot of luck heading up to, to, to Ann Arbor. Um, this is also going to be the first time in, oh, I don't know, approximately 37 years since somebody not named Stockstill is the quarterback at, uh, at MTSU. Okay, um, how's that going to go? Uh, I, I, I think <laughs> it's going to be a long afternoon for, for my, for my Blue Raiders, but, um, but Hey, we're pulling for you. We're going to, we're going to, I, I would love nothing more than, mm-hmm. than an MTSU win in this game, but <laughs> Um, that's that we were talking about hills to climb. Yeah, that might be I don't know yeah. Mount Everest to climb. It, it's gonna it's it's probably gonna be a long afternoon. But what the heck? Appalachian State. Go, that's all I'm saying. Appalachian that, State. Yep. I this the, the yeah. 
Go Blue Raiders. Go Blue Raiders. Um, I just, I mean, this is my uh, brief uh, opportunity to, to to bitch even more about Michigan and and um, how they were perceived in the in the in the preseason. Um, offense, a lot of returning guys. Uh, they were still they were 80th in the country in passing yardage last year. They were 30th uh, in rushing yardage per game. 44th in scoring offense. That's average. And and, and the defense. I mean. I, the defense uh, had a great year um, until hang on, I had this is my this is my new thing um, that I had uh, made for this season in particular. That's an Ohio State jersey that says sixty-two. Carla, mm-hmm. why does that say why does that say sixty-two? I don't know why it's a 62. That's how many points scored Ohio State scored on Michigan's uh, big-time defense last November. Um, <laughs> the back of that jersey says crappy, by the way. So, I, I, but, and so that defense, that defense lost eight or nine starters. So oh. I, I, a quick question. What am I missing? Uh, why, why were they almost consistently ranked uh, as, the, as the top team in the Big Ten um, as I'm, I'm reading my, my magazines over the summer? Same. I don't, I, I don't get it either. Um, well, it's the same. You know, and yeah, yeah. Same there. Same with um, why isn't Northwestern ranked? Um, and why is Penn State ranked? I, and that's my team, right? Okay. Like, the okay. Knicks are my team. Why were they ranked in the preseason? When you look at those losses and you look what Northwestern gained, Northwestern should be ranked and Penn State should not be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I, I, yes, Michigan will win this game. Um, we, we will see how the season progresses because uh, I'm – uh, in, until proven otherwise, uh, Harbaugh, uh, Shea Patterson, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing Me? it. I, I, could, I could possibly be wrong, but I'm, I am still not seeing it. Uh, your, I also, hashtag, so your hashtag for Saturday, by the way, is true blue. True. That's, yeah, that's okay. Okay. Um, I will, I will try to remember that. Uh, I, I will be at the game, um, at this game. And I don't know if you have any thoughts about this one. Uh, the, uh, the Florida Atlantic fighting Kiffins. Uh, visit uh, visit my Buckeyes in Columbus. Ohio State is favored by twenty seven and a half points. Um, what do you think? What's the over under though on the number of times that Kiffin that Kiffin throws his visor on the ground? I think he's merging this with a fairly um, realistic point of view. Someone asked him about you know it's like what what do you guys have to gain by going to going to Columbus and playing Ohio State on Saturday? And he said money. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that was one word answer, and I think the payout is like a is a is like a uh, one point four million dollars. Um, so yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna make some money. Um, I, you know, who knows? I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping for some Harbaugh esque uh, histrionics on the part of Lane yes. Kiffin at some point. Um, who knows if that'll happen? Um, I'm just I, I'm 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 it, it's it's interesting we mentioned. Michigan having to uh, replace so many people on its defense. Um, this uh, Ohio State's defense, which was definitely the the, the team's issue last year, um, are returning nine starters. I am betting that that's as, as I mentioned before, that's an experience problem and not a talent problem. So my my assumption uh, is that that Ohio State's defense is going to be uh, markedly better. Uh, than it was. Um, interesting that we uh, we we snagged a couple coaches from Michigan 
yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. That will that will make the November game a little more interesting. Yes, it um, will. <laughs> um, uh, offensive line will has to has to grow up quickly because they're 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 very good but very green. Uh, these are these are young guys generally. Um, but I, uh, the return of a mobile mobile quarterback in Justin Fields, maybe that that opens things up a little bit. Um, uh, a good senior running back in J.K. Dobbins, um, who yes. I've seen. Uh, mentioned as a as a uh, dark horse Heisman candidate, even um, that will that will help as well. So, I, I don't think our state has any trouble winning this game. Um, and and as I said, I think this could set up to be a, a, a pretty decent season. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, you can find the Carlin Crabby Show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a variety of other podcasting services. Uh, you can also watch us babble live, not live. We're not, yeah, we don't do this live anymore. Um, on, on YouTube and our Facebook page, uh, thanks for, to Google for killing Google Hangouts, but I think we're going to we're gonna be okay on Slack. I, I, there's not Slack. That's work. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if, you, uh, if you dig the show, uh, please rate it and review it if you don't mind your own damn business. And as always, come back next week to find out exactly how wrong we were. Because that, especially me, that that uh, that happens a lot. Carla, any final thoughts as we get ready to kick off the Ocho? Well, the Ocho, yeah. So, so I, I dug out my my shirt. It actually, yes. I have to stand up and say, it says Saturdays are for football. I like um, it. Yeah. So I am I am ready for for college football season, even if it is still almost ninety degrees here in Nashville. Um, one one final final word. Um, so Georgia, who we've talked a lot about, um, yeah. comes to town this weekend to play Vanderbilt. I'm so sorry, Vandy. I mean, they know what they're they know what's they they know what's going to happen. <laughs> An- An- anchor anchor's going to go way down. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, uh, I I I am stoked, and and I, I will tell you right now, one game that we're going to talk about next week, um, that has zero. Uh, top 25 connotations um, is the game that I'm going to be attending, and that is my Howe University Bobcats visiting the Pitt Panthers. Um, so that's, Carla, I'm just telling you right now, be prepared. Break that down. 20-minute, full full deal. Okay. We're going to do it. That's Friday. my homework assignment? Okay. Maybe, Got it. Maybe, it, maybe, it, maybe, it not, maybe not 20 minutes. But, oh, um, Ohio Bobcats. Happy Max. B-O-B-C-A-T-S. That's, that's Bobcats. Happy Bob- action, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, and guys, thank you for joining us. Um, it, it is, uh, it is, it is really cool to say that we are, we're starting our eighth season. Um, and, and also I, we're old. Like how did that happen? <laughs> I've been, Carla, I've been old for a while. You're just, you're just catching up. That's, catching up. <laughs> that's, the, only thing. that's the only thing. Um, uh, join us next week. Uh, enjoy the game. Enjoy, enjoy a uh, mini bowl season this weekend, all five days, days of it or whatever it is. And we will be back here next week. Happy football, everyone. Carla. Yep. Cheers. 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 Happy football. Talk to you later, guys.